Welcome back. Today we're going to give some questionable advice to our precious listeners. We have an exclusive interview with former First Lady Melania Trump. And then we'll delve into our own personal fantasies and dreams. This is The Boardroom. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Do you know where your child is tonight? They're with me. I'm making them a PB&J sandwich as we speak. Hello, Rachel. Why, hello there, Sarah. Now, we have some exciting news, don't we? I'm super excited to share this Mm. with our listeners. It's something we're super proud of. We've been working really hard at this. We're proud our results are showing so quickly. We do have a new sponsor. Mm Mm-hmm. You ever wanted to grow facial hair, but your weak, pathetic body couldn't manage to grow more than just a few cucked hairs? Well, then Reverse Shave Club is just the right product for you. For only $99.99 a month, you will get a grown man or woman, depending on how you swing, to show up to your house and glue hair to your face, chest, or any other body part. Now, where do they get this hair? They steal it from Locks of Love. They know a guy that works in the back. Full disclosure... Some of it might be horsehair, but the labs haven't gotten back to them. Use discount code SLOPPYPEEM at www.reverseshaveclub.com for a discount of 30 cents. Wow. That was incredible. That was a third episode. We started off with Corpse of Osama Bin Laden, and now we're at Reverse Shave Club. We're moving all the way up. Moving on up. making our impact in the podcasting world. Joe Rogan could never reach this level of clout. And you can tell because of his dome head. Exactly. Not a single hair to be found. True. Now, our first section of the show for today mm-hmm. uh, is something that we like to call advice from two idiots. Advice from two idiots, yeah. Do-do-do-do. That's not official. We're going yeah. to make that official. Yeah. This is where we try and solve the problems of our listeners uh, because if someone comes to us for advice, they are clearly in a state of such utter desperation that they've exhausted all their other options, so... It is our obligation to help them. Yeah, not even WikiHow, not Yahoo Answers. None of those could help them. No, no, those those giant, incredibly specific stock photo <laughs> images that they have yeah. on those Wiki articles, yes. they're not going to come to their salvation. Never. So, a first listener. Um, well, I'm assuming this is a listener, but full disclosure, um, this was written on a note card and then slipped underneath our door. So I'm not entirely sure how she found us um, <laughs> and where we live. But you know mm-hmm. what? That just shows how dedicated our fans are true um our minuscule fan base anyway (laughs) she writes dear sarah and rachel that's us oh Oh my gosh my 16 year old son is a viral tiktoker i occasionally see him in his room shirtless gyrating attempting to move seductively in front of his camera i ask him son light of my life what are you doing and he replies I'm dancing to this new Doja Cat song in order to make my teenage girl fans moist, mother. This is the new world, and I'm just making money moves. Then he went back to swaying his hips and sticking his tongue out. I have no idea what he's talking about. Please help me out. Sincerely, Concerned in Connecticut. Mm. Wow, well, this is a very interesting question. Yeah. Very... Fortunately, a very common problem, I'm afraid, for a lot mm-hmm. of parents here. I think the first thing I would recommend, um, get out of Connecticut. Just because okay. yeah. it's such a boring state. Yeah. What is, is there to do there? It is a very get-out state, like literally as in the, <laughs> the film. Yeah. yeah, literally get out of there. Uh, nobody likes Connecticut. 
But enough Connecticut slander. Sorry to the to all the listeners we have in Connecticut. I'm like really sorry. I'm not. Yeah. They live in Connecticut. It's fine. Yeah. So you say to get out of Connecticut. Now when you say that do you mean to go somewhere worse? Because I feel like that Florida. would roughen the kid. No, no. Florida, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, a hormonal teenager and heat in mm. such a phallic state, I yeah. feel like that's not a good combination. Not. Definitely not. But I'd say if they're going to get out of Connecticut, kid 16, go mm-hmm. somewhere with horrible school districts. <laughs> yeah. Roughen this kid up. Yeah. Make sure, make sure that he goes to a school where everyone calls him gringo. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Tell him like we're moving boy. to California, yeah. and he's like, "Yes, I can be famous with all the yeah. Hollywood TikTokers." And, and then like, and she's like, Mm-mm. "Honey, it's gonna be Compton." <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "Oh," like, he's like, "I mean, mm. I like black culture, but not the, the people." <laughs> I only want to appropriate it. I yeah. don't want to actually appreciate it. Um, personally, my suggestion for this mother depends entirely on one thing: mm. how does she feel about child exploitation? Ooh. Because if she's okay with it. I see a potential Chris Jenner situation happening. Mm, you're onto something, I think, with this. I'm just saying, your kid's got a chiseled face. <laughs> He's young, doesn't have a criminal record. Yeah, hasn't said the N word yet. Well, yeah, yet Are on we camera. Sure? Are we, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, right? Yeah, this is a potential career here. Does he have any talents? Can he can he whistle? <laughs> can he tap dance? Can he snap his fingers? Yeah, can he do a little? A little jig, anything. The bar yeah. is on the floor. The bar is, I mean, on the level of the Mariana Trench at this point. Yeah. So sad. find a talent. Can he sing a little? Can he read? Can he do basic arithmetic? <laughs> Does he have object permanence? Anything at this point. <laughs> yeah. And you can make a whole career out of it. True. Look at Jojo Siwa. Yeah. Shout out to Jojo Siwa. Yeah, no offense because she's like, she could easily like beat me to death. Yeah. But she, uh, what does she do? She can ruin dance. her hairline. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> hey, I'm not allowed to talk. I'd be wearing a ponytail. Every yeah, that's day true. Too. Y'all thought the icon that we had, the little logo for the show, was a joke. I was being, I was being kind, <laughs> <He's> being generous. <laughs> I was being kind. Uh, yeah, man. hairline looks like a geographic border, but yeah. a nice one. The like the one between like, like France day. and Luxembourg. You know, yeah. one that's fancy. Yeah, wee oui, wee. Oui. TikTok. What are your thoughts on TikTok? I, it's like a, a thing where I, I only do it in moments of weakness. It's like, it's mm. like I, what is it when you get back into the drugs? A John Mulaney? No, I'm just playing. I love you, John Mulaney. I'm oh so sorry. I'm so sorry. John Mulaney, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it slipped out. <laughs> it's okay. We hope he's okay. I love John Mulaney. Yeah, it's as you were saying passion. for you, um. You made fun of someone <laughs> with an addiction. I'm so sorry. Um, but TikTok is like, I only do it if it's like I'm really sad or depressed and I'm like, I just need to scroll for like three hours tonight. That's when I use it. You know, I, I get limit that. myself. I'm just saying this because I'm bitter. But <laughs> yeah. every time I see those TikTok kids, the ones who have like careers that are making as m- yeah. much money as doctors. Yeah, Charlie D'Amelio or whatever. Yeah, no, nah, she's still okay. She's still underage, so I'm just gonna wait until the Addison. clock strikes midnight on her 18th birthday <laughs> to start talking about her. Yeah. So she's 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 off uh, Addison limits. Addison Ray is she a? Who is she? Addison Ray is a girl that. Oh my God, I'm gonna sound so mean she is very much hashtag blue lives matter but like low-key do you know what i mean yeah 
If you couldn't tell that we are insufferable leftist degenerates on the <laughs> show, by the way. Um, yes, Addison Ray. She is over 18. I think she's 20 years old. So oh we can God, make fun of her. She's like the same age as me. And I'm going to say, here's the thing. I think the girls on these apps get so much flack when the boys are even less talented yeah. and get away with so much. Yeah. So you know what? Let's let's make yeah. fun of the boys whose names I legitimately do not <laughs> yeah. know. I know like the skinny guy who like uses the N word. Him and Charlie. That's ninety percent of them. Yeah. Little Huddy. Yeah, we, I'm fairly certain him? that's his name. I think so. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah, I've scrolled past his little Jack Skeletor body. I have never felt like more of a boomer because I got, you know what? I will say it. I went to her page. I went to her page out of morbid curiosity. And I saw the little dances that they do in like the hype house or something. That, oh my, that breeding ground for bacteria. They have merch for their house. If you give money, like no offense because most of their fans are children, like actual prepubescent children. (laughs) But if you give money to either the hype house or the Kardashians, who are another group of people, I have absolutely no respect for you. Yeah. And I, I, I want you to be offended by that if you fall into those two categories. My God, don't look at my Kylie lip kit in the bathroom. Is that what that mysterious <laughs> liquidy stick was? Yeah. All right, well, uh, to the mother listening to this, um, if you're comfortable with your son getting shirtless and dry humping the floor um, as a talent for his fan base like those mad convoys did, yeah. Then hop on that Chris Jenner momager train. True. If not, and you are actually a decent mother, I would suggest having an intervention. Um, <laughs> and if that fails, just disown him. And if he's smart, he will actually make a career. True. Off of his um, his bod, <laughs> his underage bod. <laughs> yeah. Mm, the perfect career. And if not, he goes to the streets where um, he belongs. Let's be real. True. Um, so that was our first our first listener. Yeah. We actually have a we got another. Mm-hmm. listener question here we got another right. email asking for some advice mm-hmm. all right it says uh we are writing to inform you that your application to hooters has been rejected oh okay i'm sorry this one that's okay that's my wrong inbox okay, okay. give me a all sex right. so sorry about that okay this email says uh dear sarah and rachel my girlfriend is not supportive of my twitch career she says that playing minecraft in just my underwear is inappropriate especially because when the ac turns on my nips get hard and poke through my limited edition gilbert godfrey crop top she says that i'm just selling my body i might as well just get an OnlyFans, which i did try initially but i soon got banned for harassment how do i get her to respect my work sincerely frustrated in fresno Okay. Well, Fresno. I'm starting to see a pattern here with the locations yeah, of these, these people. Yeah, these people just need to move. <laughs> I know. Fresno. Um, what do you think that this, this person should do? Hmm. Well, I think it would have been helpful to share their Twitch account. I would have... Yeah. I think we kind of needed to see some evidence firsthand. This person mentioned the nips, and I was immediately like, where is the link? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't see a link in this. Yeah. I don't see any attachments in this email. Um. I'm also very intrigued by the Gilbert Gottfried crop top. Um, it was one of those um, products you could only buy in, like, those pop-up shops. <laughs> yeah. I managed to get one, not Gilbert Gottfried, but Joe mm. Pesci. Oh. Another tiny man with a distinct voice. Yeah. And is there anything better to sort of cover your chest <laughs> than the image of those <laughs> men's faces? I don't think so. If only it had, like, a little button for them to talk. 
or like how like greeting cards like speak when you yeah. open it like you flash Those, like, little batteries and it, <laughs> yeah, oh you flash my and it starts talking as gilbert godfrey that'd be incredible or the nips are the eyes <laughs> yeah they got little cutouts oh but that'd be a very stretched out face i would say <laughs> it'd be just the eyes i don't know maybe this guy's got really tight nips they're really close together. They're like yeah. both on his sternum. <laughs> That's how close they are. Um, this girlfriend does not support their dreams. <laughs> yeah. And number one rule of a relationship is always support your partner, no matter how delusional <laughs> they are. Yeah. And I never would know this, <laughs> having never dated anyone in my life. Yeah. yeah, we're both very qualified to answer these sorts of questions, obviously. I mean, okay, so listener is a Twitch streamer, so obviously very smart person. <laughs> yeah, obviously successful. An intellectual. Could do anything that they wanted, probably. Minecraft, <laughs> they understand uh, geometry. <laughs> yeah. I would say, if anything, you should step it up. Yeah. It's a saturated market, and your girlfriend thinks that you're being a little thoughty now. Mm-hmm. You need to step your game up, get some cat ears, start selling your bath water. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself as noticeable as possible. And if your girlfriend keeps saying, this is disgusting, this is inappropriate, then you look at her square in the eye and you're like, this is me, baby. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Love it or leave it. And she's probably going to leave. And I would not blame her. True. But now that you are single... Your growing fan base is going to like you even more because there's nothing more threatening to pervs online that have formed parasocial relationships with people on Twitch mm-hmm. than knowing that that person has a partner. True. So being single, your fan base can grow even more. I'm just giving this person career advice. Yeah. You're starting a lot of careers. We got the the mom yep. is going to be the next uh, mm-hmm. Chris Jenner. That's what I do. That's, <laughs> that's who I am. Yeah. I'm Steve Jobs, but, <laughs> you know, not Still like... Alive. Mentally ill. Was he mentally ill? Probably. He wore a lot of turtlenecks. Yeah. And that can never be a good sign. Yeah. They get itchy. No, he was not mentally ill. I excuse me. He was not. He just ate yogurt a lot, apparently. Oh. Which I think is close. Yeah. So that was our advice. Also, get out of Fresno. (laughs) Yeah. Fresno is such a. I don't even know what to. It's one of those towns where it's like. Midwestern towns get flack, but at least there's some charm to them. Yeah. They you got know? butter and, like, cheese. Right. The coasts, they're interesting. Mm-hmm. Big cities. You can always find something to do. Get some yeah. Mexican food. But Fresno, it's, like, small enough where it's not big. It's not a big city. Mm-hmm. So it's not cosmopolitan. But it's not a small town. And it's not idyllic. So it's like, yeah. then what are you, Fresno? It's like Reno. Mm. Fresno and Reno? Who lives there? Nobody. No, I've never People met. On TV shows. I'm That's just saying. I've seen outside of this person, I have never had contact with anyone that lives in either Reno or Fresno, and I think that they are fake. Yeah. I think they're prop towns, and they're being used as some sort of like tax haven or some <laughs> BS. Yeah, this was like some sort of government sting operation this whole time. True. Now we're on the list because we know someone in Fresno. Maybe this is just this is just a government agent. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, we got to make it look like people live here. Yeah. So they're like, why don't we contact this podcast with yeah. no f- followers? Um, <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of Hooters, I'm sorry. Did you just say that you got rejected from Hooters? Was this because yeah. you were trying to catfish them again? Okay. Listen, if you all know me, if you know what I look like, you'll know I have 
big old things on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like you're smuggling two midgets up through baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys know she's packing these chesticles. Be popping. Yeah, I just want to prove myself. I just want to be able to do the things I can't. Okay, because Hooters, they're always like, mm, again, really, because I show up every time. They always think I don't look like the picture. I send them Trisha Paytas every time. Yeah. I'll be honest. I send them the one of the pictures of her having a mental breakdown, like, on her floor. Kitchen floor. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. then, like, some t- every now and then I'll send them the one where she's, like, s- spreading the goop on her yep. face. <laughs> I know that one. So I I don't really know why they're, like, not hiring me. Because <laughs> um, your trick was, like, look worse in the photo and then better in real life. Yeah. But I feel like they were trying to hire you specifically for their, like, hot mess night. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Their hot wing night where Mm -hmm. they just, like, would lay me on a table and just throw wings on me. And then men would would just pay, like, $80 to do that. Yeah. Would you do that if someone was like, I'll give you 80 bucks if I can throw chicken wings at you? I would. For sure, in a heartbeat. 100%. I would be like, I'll do it for 40. Right. And a couple of wings. Right? (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Just make sure they're, like... Warm enough where afterwards I can pick him up off the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know? Put a little tarp down, so, you know, five-second rule. It's incredible how willing we are to uh, degrade ourselves for the sake of not even that much cash. Yeah. Do we have such little self-worth? I think so. We're women enough to admit it. Yeah, we're strong women. I would say that my, like, if I went to Hooters. Yeah. And I was sending in my application. I don't know if they asked for your measurements, but I would fully lie. <laughs> yeah. I would fully lie. And I'd be like... 32 double D. Right? <laughs> I would be like, triple F. <laughs> then the manager would come up to me. And he'd be he like, ma'am. Yeah, he's like, we need an inspection. <laughs> this was like a pre-hashtag Me Too business model. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be like, <laughs> okay. And then I'd be like, Victoria's Secret, Miracle Bra, don't fail me now. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd cop a feel, and he'd be like, you're a scammer, and you should be disgusted in yourself. And then he'd be like, get out. You don't deserve to wear the Hooters uniform with the owl's eyes <laughs> look like boobies. Yeah, and they only have it in the size, like, triple XS right? or whatever. I didn't deserve I don't deserve to be part of their prestigious institution yeah. that makes divorced fathers and their young sons <laughs> bond. Yeah over hot pickles and waitresses that don't actually care about them. I think they'd at least, like, let me be the busboy or something. <laughs> to scoop up the chicken skins afterwards? <laughs> yeah, I get to clean up the little bones that are left over. I would say, because people talk about how there should be a male version of Hooters. It's called, like, yeah. Peckers yeah. or something, which I think, first of all, I understand the sentiment, but not the same thing. Not the same appeal. And yeah. I don't think women, of all people, would go and pay for that. Maybe yeah. the gays. Yeah. However... I would like a version of Hooters where instead of the waitresses like being hot and seductive, they just belittle you. Wait, I think that's sort of a thing. There's I think there's there's like drag brunch where they read you. Yeah. But that's for drag queens. I'm just talking mm. for like mediocre women like me mm. where I don't have to dress up. I can yeah. just show up and be mean. That's There's a place I went there with like a bunch of friends one time. Mm. 
She has friends. No, it wasn't a bunch of friends. Yeah, we get it. I lied. I went there by myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was it was called like Dicks or something, and they literally are just like, "Hey, you idiot! What do you want to order?" And like they just like scream at you. And I was like, "Can I please have a straw?" And he was like, "No," and kept walking. Like it was just like terrible service. And they're like, "It's our thing here." And I was like, our, "I think you just you sure? stumbled into a, a restaurant in New York." <laughs> Yeah. I don't think it wasn't it wasn't a theme. That's just how they no. talk to you. Yeah. It reminds me of this one this one man who was um white and he was like I was racially harassed at a Popeyes. He didn't sound like that. And I was and then the instant he was like there was one of the women after I ordered my food, one of the cashiers, when my stuff was ready, she was like, can someone get this white boy his chicken? And I'm like that's just how they talk to you at Popeyes. Like it wasn't you, my guy. Yeah. That's how it is. It's that Waffle House. They're obligated to be rude to you. Like, that's... (laughs) That's part of the deal. That's the experience. (laughs) There's some places where good service would be scary. Like, I would be concerned. Like, (laughs) Chick-fil-A, they basically, like, beat you into being these subservient... Yeah. You know... My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. That's so... That's disgusting. Imagine if Waffle House, here's your waffle, and you're like, thank you, and they're like, my pleasure. I'd be like, you poisoned this. I'd start running. You... Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> so that was our advice yeah, for the people. If you want to get advice on any anything, relationship, life, business, health, you got a growth, <laughs> ask us. Send Don't, us a picture, right? though. <laughs> From different angles as well. Yeah. Live video if you can. Yeah. Uh, make sure the lighting is good. Anything, you can leave it in the comments down below. You can ask it. You can DM it to us. Yeah, send it to us on the Instagram. <laughs> on our Insta, baby. At Boardroom Podcast. So um, up next, we have nothing. Uh, nothing but uh, but love for uh, the next person who we're going to yeah. be speaking to very soon. Last episode, we had Joe Biden. The president of the United mm-hmm. States. Took some time off from his very busy schedule of mm-hmm. um, eating oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. And... Riding his little Peloton. Allegedly. He signed some executive acts. Yeah, I think he's done things. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter because he's he's old news. Yeah. On today's episode, we have none other than Melania Trump. Yes, the former first lady, Melania Trump, is going to join us here very soon. We're mm-hmm. so excited. Oh, oh my God. The door's opened. She is walking in. Oh, my God. She's wearing a, a little cape. Oh, my God. Mm, that's really fun. So cute. Pointy boots. Are those the Chanel boots? I think they I are. Think they are. That was a yeah. reference from The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, okay. She's getting ready. She's getting mic'd up. All right. This is an exclusive interview. The first interview that Melania Trump has given after her husband got fired, basically, <laughs> and evicted. Mm-hmm. And so, Rachel, you'll be doing the honors. Yes, uh, I'm very excited. She's been doing a lot of research for these questions. Yeah. Put a lot of time into these questions. So, I think we're... Uh, we're good to get started. Um, okay. First of all, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's really just a pleasure to have you on our podcast, Mrs. Trump. I guess my my first question for you, um, um, mel- melanoma, malaria, melanin. What what which uh, name do you prefer to be called? Just uh, Melania, please. Okay. Okay. So um, Melania, how has your transition from the White House been? It's been. Um pretty great honestly we are 
living somewhere in Florida. Uh, I'm not sure where because Donald forbids the pilot from telling me where we are going. Uh, but I knew it was Florida because of the Cubans and the Jews, who I love very much. They're so cool, so different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't really have Jews in Slovenia mm. anymore, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be honest with you, um, Regina? Um, what is your name? Rachel. Okay, um, Raquel. Uh, Donald does not know that... I'm here today. Oh. Yeah, I waited until he had his apple juice and his little cookies, and he went down for his nap. Wow. Then I kind of forced my security to drive me over here. Oh, well, thank you for going to such, you know, intense trip to get over here. We I really appreciate it. My son, Beren, um, who is, you know, my only child, and I named him Beren because I like to be ironic. People don't know that about me, but... I have a great sense of humor. He sent me a link to this podcast. Oh, he's a fan? He is a very big fan. He's usually very busy, always on his computer or playing video games. He's always... I hear him in his room shouting a word. It starts with an N. Oh. Um, I think think that it means, like, friend, like, very good friend. (laughs) Yeah. Always on Xbox Live. That's what it's called. Is he and a Call of Duty type of boy? No, I don't know video. I'm sorry, I don't. Oh. I just read. Oh, yeah? You're a big reader? I love to read. I love reading signs, yeah. instructions on things. <laughs> the back of cereal boxes are my favorite. You do the little crosswords, the little mazes they got on there? Of course. New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> Crossword wow. puzzle. Only takes me three hours. Wow. That's very impressive, Melania. But that's why I wanted to be on the show today, because I listened to the podcast. I was taking a bath. I was playing it out on the speakers. And Donald, he came in and he was like, who are these two lesbians talking to each other? And I said, shut up, Donald. Yes, as you should, girl. Treat yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, may I ask, if you don't mind, which version of Melania are we speaking with today? And the one who designed those creepy uh, Christmas decorations, yeah. the all red ones, mm. very dark, um, very red. I wanted to express my emotional state. Mm-hmm. People are always so mean to me. You know, they're like, Melania, you are complicit. And I say, no, I am Slovenian. And they don't understand. They don't understand my humor, my subversive humor. Yeah. I used to do stand-up in Slovenia. You don't really? know that about me. Yeah. Wow, that's very fun. You do a lot of like open mic nights? A lot. I'd make really sort of classical Slovenian jokes. Yeah. What did, you know, the goat say to the farmer? What did the goat say to the farmer? Nothing, because goats cannot talk. Oh, Melania, (laughs) that's so funny. I was uh, almost about to be cast for the Slovenian version of um, SNL, but turns out I was um, too sexy. Did you get like a deal or no deal offer or anything? Like for the show? Yeah, like were you one of those case ladies? Were you that level of sexy? We didn't have a show called Deal or No Deal um, in Slovenia, but we did have a show that was called No Deal, No Deal, where it was a similar premise, but mm. instead of winning money, the government would just take your money, and oh. you were not aware that you were being filmed on a show. <laughs> yeah. They would just show up to your house. Wow. So it was very high ratings. Mm-hmm. It's really sad, I think. 
Yeah. Because I remember I said I'm the most bullied person in the world, but I was I was talking mostly about my home life. Mm. As much as people in the newspapers make fun of me when I get home. Yeah. Donald always says to me, Ivana, <laughs> why don't you sleep in the same bed as me? I get lonely at night, especially now because Mike Pence is not there to cuddle with him. Mm. And I get really angry and I say, why don't you call Stormy Donald? You don't think that I remember? Wow. Stormy Daniels? Yeah. Unbelievable. So true. Wow, Melania, you are such a strong, I strong am, woman. I am feminist. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Well I think I said that correctly. Yes. Yep. That's totally yeah. correct. 100%. I was the naive one. I thought, here, Donald, finally, into brunettes, I was wrong. Yeah. He went right back to the blonde. That's kind of crazy. You know, I, I do feel like people have a lot of misconceptions about you, Melania. You know, like, do, do you think, like, people get stuff wrong about you? I think people don't know anything about me. Um, they think that I'm stupid because I have an accent mm. and an ass that won't quit. But there is more to me than just looking like I crave death in all of my public appearances. Yeah. You know, I read Dostoevsky. I play Wii Sports. Mm. I can almost do a split. Wow. I'm a multifaceted woman. Yeah, that's very impressive, Melania. I know. May I ask, are you a big Wii Bowling type of lady? Absolutely. You get um, that strike? I love it so much because they're, they're those little figures yeah. that jump up and they're so happy to see you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they cannot escape from the game, which I like. <laughs> yeah. They have to do what you say. That part is pretty fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on. I mean, we were no really problem. looking forward to this. It's so exciting to hear you and Baron, you know, can sort of bond over this podcast. It mm. really means a lot. You know, we look up to both of you. You know, literally, Baron, he's a tall little man. He's very tall. How exciting. He keeps growing. I'm, I'm starting to get concerned, medically yeah. speaking. Yeah, he might end up being a little slender man. Yeah, I think we're... If he keeps growing, I'm just going to start to compress him every night and try yeah. to sort of shrink his bones. Yeah. That's what my um, parents used to do to my older sister. And mm. now she's shorter than I am. Mm. She's also dead, but I don't really think that factors <laughs> into it. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thanks so much for coming on our podcast. You know, do you have any other parting words before you, uh, you head back to your mysterious location? <sighs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know what my future holds. I don't have any upcoming plans at the moment. No future children because um, I got my tubes tied about two years ago. So I don't really know what lies ahead. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Yeah. I'd like to share that with all of the listeners today. Wow. It's fine, you know. Sometimes when you are married to a billionaire, things tend to work out for you. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a good message to send. I'm yeah. very happy that you had me on this show today. Yeah, thank you so much. We cannot express our gratitude toward you, Melania. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, is it customary to take um, one of those voodoo dolls that you have in the corner? Oh, um, those actually, those are just for us. I'm really sorry. Oh, okay. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I thought it was custom to give like... 
a little goodie bag or something like that. But it's okay if you don't want to give me anything. It's fine. You can take one of our abstract art canvases from my room if um, that's something you're into. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. I need something to make a divider between me and Donald. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go and take that board and uh, have a good day, Rachel. Have a good day also, Melania. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's right, Melania. Um, thank you. Also, thank you for sitting in my seat. That was kind of weird. Um, all right, well, she's, yep, she's she's taking she's taking that painting, isn't she? Yeah. Yep. Oh, she's taking, okay, she's actually all right. taking all four of the okay. paintings I have. She seems to be looking around the room in disgust almost at the okay. decorations. Okay, now she's unplugging my TV. I'm not... Not okay, really this sure is a, this about. is a little weird. Okay, okay. All right. Well, she well she just dropped your computer. Wow. Like my screen like is de- like deliberately now. picked it up and <laughs> smashed it on yeah. the ground. Not even accidentally. Yikes. Okay. Oh, she's she's looking at us now. She's yeah. oh. direct eye contact, unblinking. She wanted us to see that. Yeah. And she's leaving through the window. Okay. Okay. Well. well that's a side <laughs> that was interesting that we have not seen before. Yeah. You know what? I like her better for it. Um, yeah. Also, so much more respect now. Yeah. Plus, it was your stuff and not mine, so I'm okay <laughs> yeah. with it. That was incredible. See, yeah. we like to reach across the political aisle on these shows. <laughs> we have people from both sides, okay? We just want to know the truth. We just want to know more about people. We're here to listen to the stories, all right? Not, not to what anybody else has to say. Wait. <laughs> what? We're like NPR, but with no research or like yeah. talent. But like every other way, we're the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad that our booking agent was able to get her. Mm-hmm. Guess who's going to be on next? You want you want one of your favorite people to come on the show? Tell us. Yeah. Who do you want next on oh, this? Who do you want? We can book anybody. Podcast. Absolutely anybody. We can get any sponsor. We can get any guest. Sky's like, the limit. We exactly. are both simultaneously completely powerless, <laughs> but also can do whatever we want at all times. <laughs> yeah. So this next section. Yeah. We did. I think in our last episode, yeah. recurring section, personal fantasies. Yeah. Slash dreams. Slash nightmares, really. Yeah. It's a smorgasbord of things. Yeah. It depends on, depends on how you see it. Depends on how it goes. Mm. For me, I um, I see a disembodied blonde bob floating in the air, and I realize that it is none other than Taylor Swift. Yeah. She floats over to me, and I say, oh my gosh, Taylor, your bangs look so crisp up <laughs> close. And she says, cut the BS. I know you used to talk about me behind my back when you were in middle school. And I say, Taylor, please. That was just my internalized misogyny. <laughs> I like you now. I watched your documentary, Miss Americana. Yeah. And she says it's too late. Tay-Tay never forgets. And then her and her model squad friends come out, and then yeah. they just they just stomp me to death with their yeah. long legs. Carly claws. Yeah. And my yeah. my stubby little legs, they can't they can't do anything. I'm on my back. I look like an insect that's been like flung, <laughs> I'm just writhing around, mm-hmm. and then they all sort of gallop away into the distance. <laughs> yeah, isn't that incredible? I feel like that's not even necessarily a nightmare. I feel like that is yeah. me being like the ideal way. That's to a go. prophecy. Yeah, that's the best way to go, right there. I would say 
Wouldn't that be, okay, if you, okay, O.J. Simpson. This, <laughs> uh, don't worry, don't worry, I'll connect it. In terms of speaking of getting killed by a celebrity, oh, I yeah. think that for Ron Goldberg, who was the guy that got killed along with Nicole Page, I was going to say Nicole Page Brooks. That is a drag queen. (laughs) Nicole Simpson. Yeah. Isn't, okay, imagine his last moments. It would be the equivalent of like you were walking someone home or your girlfriend or boyfriend home and you turn around and it's Shaq. Shaq (laughs) coming towards you and you're like, oh oh my God, that's Shaq. And then he stabs you to death. I'd be like, yes. (laughs) Right? Perfect. What mix of... Could you imagine? That would be crazy. That would be insane. And then that happened to him. And then also for the whole... For most of the trial, they were just focused on Nicole. And then he was just the other guy. And I'm like, dang. (laughs) I would like to be killed by... Like, if I could be killed by, like, Tom Hanks. That way people are like, oh my god, Tom Hanks? Right. You'd expose him? (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's got to be hiding something. There's got to be some dark secret that Tom Hanks has. There's no way he's that good of a person. That's true. I love that we're both people, we see people who are, like, well-adjusted and <laughs> yeah. liked, and we're like, no. No, there's we gotta, something up. <laughs> there's, they're hiding something. Yeah. Everyone's a bad person. But I do think to get killed by a celebrity, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift would be an interesting one because I, I think she'd get creative with her method of killing someone. Yeah. I feel like Ariana Grande could just tie you up and then just do whistle notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then until like your ear drums burst. <laughs> yeah. Those are my I would Shakira s- would just like <laughs> knock you out with her hips. <laughs> you just get beaten to death with her hips. <laughs> yeah. Who else would be fun to oh my god, to get killed by? I can't think of anyone who I would genuinely want to be murdered by. I feel like if Ed Sheeran came to kill me, I would be so scared. Like, if it's dark. Because you wouldn't know where he was looking. Yeah, you see his little gremlin face. like He scurries over to you. (laughs) Yeah. His little guitar. Like, no thank you. We talked about episode one with the the sword fight. Yeah. Happened. Elon Musk taking me out. I'd accept that. Yeah. I'd be humiliated, but it would be, like, a worthwhile... He'd, like, send your body into space or something. Though. 100%. Like Not even in the rocket. He would He would literally, <laughs> yeah, like, duct tape yeah. the body onto the edge like of the in, rocket. Like, Toy Story. Like, the back <laughs> like, duct tapes Buzz. That's what he's he did. He's Sid. Though. Yeah, he's literally real Did you know the Sid. Pixar modeled the character of Sid off of a young Elon Musk? Wait, what? I made that up. Okay, I I'd like, just be lying. definitely not a thing. <laughs> And the age also makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I loved, I love doing that. I love being like, did you know that mm, blah, 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 blah. Mm, actually? Yeah. <laughs> you just give false information. I love that. I love misinforming the public. I think we should start doing that more. Yeah. What was your personal fantasy? It's got to be getting French kissed by PS1 Hagrid. Okay. I mean, for everyone listening at home, if you're not familiar with PS1 Hagrid, Google PS1 Hagrid right now. We've got, like, three PS1 Hagrids in, in the house right now staring us down as we're recording. PS1 Hagrid is probably the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, it's it's these awful pixelated graphics. Like, PS1 Hagrid is made out of, like, 12 squares. That's how awful it is. His His figure is so blocky and chunky. And also, his coat is, like, attached to the top of his head. Like, the hair and the coat are one just block of a layer. And that really turns me on. You know what I'm saying? I'm really into that. I don't, but, yeah. (laughs) 
His nose is so wide. And his, like, lips. Like, I could just slither my entire body into them. That's how wide they are. Cavernous it's incredible. Mouth. It's incredible to me. Do you think Hagrid was the hottest character on Harry Potter? Oh, for sure. Him and Buckbeak? <laughs> The hippogriff? Yeah, baby Buckbeak. Best of both worlds. That's what yeah. I say. Him on, him and me on Buckbeak riding into the sunset. That's beautiful. I think everyone everyone was, like, super into, uh, I guess, Draco. Yeah. Because he was a bad boy and, like, yeah. super Aryan. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, yeah, I want those jeans. I want that, those, that pure-blooded jeans. Yeah. Um, but not the Ron's. Not the Weasleys, because <laughs> mm-hmm. they were poor. And gingers. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of weird eugenics in Harry Potter, is yeah. what I'm saying. But personally, one thing I will never get over in the Harry Potter series is how Harry names his kid mm. after that incel, Snape. Yeah. Who is the king of all incels. I'll say it right now. Maybe next to like Robert De Niro's character in Taxi Driver. <laughs> but at least he was cool. Yeah. At least he, he killed those like people who were trafficking kids or something <laughs> but snape s- loved the way alan rickman played him r.i.p yeah but you named what was this kid's name again albus yeah. severus potter yeah, yeah. that's how names is that, work is that their last name <laughs> yeah um the main character <laughs> unbelievable hagrid was there from day one hagrid was literally like carried the little baby Harry right. in the motorcycle. Hagrid saw him on the birthday with his little pink umbrella. Right, he brought him a Hagrid, cake. Hagrid brought his dead body when they thought he was dead. He brought his dead body back. Right. Where he, is the respect for Hagrid? He was there since the first time we, he was introduced to magic, taking him to Diagon Alley. He was there every single step Literally. of Harry's magical journey. And this is the thanks that he gets he gets dumped by his giantess girlfriend yeah no love life yeah and then snape who was on the side of Voldemort essentially mm-hmm. until he found out that his high school girlfriend his high yeah. school crush not even girl no yeah, didn't even yeah date. not even girlfriend no, no no she barely even knew he existed let's be real right they were friends because james the ultimate chad yeah bullied him mm-hmm. but then got his stuff together yeah and then snape was like hmm i guess i'll Become a racist now. <laughs> and then goes in. just like him. Right? <laughs> oh, God, I have such a talent for these impersonations. Yeah. He basically joins, like, the wizarding equivalent of, like, the Aryan Brotherhood or something. Yeah. Uh, which sucks because Lily is muggle-born. Yeah. God, this is why Harry Potter fans, people who aren't Harry Potter fans, hate Harry Potter fans. Because the way we talk about this, she was muggle-born. And yeah. he, he called her a mudblood, as if this means anything. Yeah. But like I was saying, Snape, horrible person when you actually think about it. Bullied True. Neville Longbottom. Why? Everybody did. Poor Neville. Poor Neville, but then he became hot, so it's fine. True. And then he only switches sides when he realizes that his, he's like, oh no, my, my perfect <laughs> anime girlfriend is going to die. It's the, the accent is getting worse. Yeah. Um, he learns that Lily's about to die or something. Mm-hmm. Then he switches and he, he basically like, I don't know, Healy's over, because I don't think he walks. He, like, yeah. glides. <laughs> yeah. He glides over to Dumbledore, and he's like, yeah. Dumbledore, I'm gonna, I'm switching sides. My Patronus <laughs> has changed. And then Dumbledore's like, I mean, you are a backstabber to Voldemort, I guess, <laughs> but we could use you. Yeah. Then, plan fails, goes to the house, 
of Lily and James Potter after they get murked. Yeah, just runs by James yeah. and then Man, holds fully, Lily. Fully, like, steps on James' yeah. body as he goes up the stairs. Literally. He goes back and, like, uh, takes... He literally takes the glasses off of James's corpse and crushes them. Yeah. And then he goes, sees Harry alive, yeah, he's like, crying, whatever. and he's yeah. like, screw the baby, and then just clutches the body of this yeah. woman who didn't love him. Yeah. It's it's genuinely so creepy. Yeah. And then there was that line where Dumbledore's like, after all these years, and then he goes, always. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you need to let go. Yeah, that's a little sir. obsessive. <laughs> love has to be reciprocated, my guy, and you're on yeah. a one-way street. Yeah. So that was my little spiel, and I think a great way to close out this episode that <laughs> yeah. had nothing to do with Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. It always finds its way. Yeah. So um, that's all we got to say on that. Yeah. Tune in next week for another episode. See ya. The Boardroom with Sarah and Rachel is a production of Rails Comedy Network. The Boardroom is produced by Walker Green and edited by Rachel Nicewander. Stephen Duransky is our graphic designer, and our theme music is by Doug Maxwell and Media Right Productions. You can follow us on Instagram at Boardroom Podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to The Boardroom on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like, comment, rate, and review. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Solicit us. We'll take anything.